We're back for another episode of the Automator series. And today I'm with Erica Nikishkina. So firstly, thanks so much for taking the time today. No problem, no problem. Glad to join you. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm sure people have heard a little bit of the accent already, but the fact that you're in Ireland is always very cool. So I'm just going to pass it straight over to you, like say hi to everyone and also just give a bit of an introduction um, to yourself, like who you're working with, your focus, just let people know who Erica is. Okay, so hello everybody. Um, so who am I, what am I doing? Th those are the questions that always kind of stop me in my tracks. <laughs> um, suppose uh, what, uh, who am I working with? So I'll start with that. I work with aspiring and holistic entrepreneurs, so healers, coaches, hypnotherapists, mm -hmm. and I help them to up-level so that they can up-level their mindset, you know, so that they can earn money doing what they love. Mm -hmm. Because from my own personal experience, uh, when I started my business, when I began pursuing what I love doing, which is working with people and helping people overcome the obstacles that they have. Mm. I have identified that um, all of us first need to have some foundation uh, from which then we can tap in into that inner power of ours um, and serve others in a way that, you know, we can the best and the most in a way, mm. because um, like everything starts with foundation when you think about building a house you know first you build the foundation you make sure that it is secure and then on top of that foundation you build a house and the same with ourselves you know mm. if we don't feel loved enough secure enough and worthy enough um, as our foundation then it is very, it's harder, a lot harder for us to achieve something, you know, to take that big leap into the unknown, you know, because our brain is wired in a way to keep us safe and familiar. Mm. And therefore everything that it sees, which is outside of the safe and familiar will immediately cause us either feel nauseous, we will run away, sabotage ourselves and, um, inevitably we will not earn the money doing what we love you know because every action that we take is mm. the action that is safe you know yet not the action that is uh, there to bring results you know in a way that is there to level us into the people that we're meant to be you know when mm. we come into the earth. Yeah. So it's almost like um, helping people break through, say, like limiting beliefs, almost like fears, but also mm -hmm. kind of just all that random bullshit they kind of might have had built up in their mindsets from just their youth and just kind of bad foundations and kind of not yeah. supportive mindsets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of us, you know, we just dive in. Where we go, we study something that we like. And I've, um, I remember when I first decided that I needed a change, you know, I went and studied yoga for four years. Yeah. And uh, so this for me was like a step one. And studying yoga, I've seen a tremendous amount of improvements, you know, how I was, yeah. how I felt, how I, how I was breathing even, you know. 
And then I thought, oh, you know, I, I want to help everybody and I'm going to teach everybody uh, yoga. But not everybody wants to study yoga, you know, not everybody yeah. wants to do yoga even. And then I thought, it was like, great. Okay, so how can I, you know, what else can I do? So um, I was following this woman online and she was a famous hypnotherapist. Mm -hmm. And um, I really liked what she was doing, what she was saying. And she always was saying that, you know, you are enough and um, all of us are enough and we don't realize it. And I'm just like, okay, right. So I always was like introverted, very, very introverted. And um, so for me, being around people um, felt a bit uneasy, you know, I was like, okay, you know, am I enough here? You know, should I be somebody else? And that kind of inner conflict was always present. So that's when hypnotherapy came in and um, I studied hypnotherapy for, uh, for um, I would say a couple of years, a good couple of years as well and began working with people and the ones that I attracted the most were the people with like complex anxiety and depression and um, something that I really did not expect I thought you know it's going to be easy I'm going to be working with people that perhaps have social anxiety because I know how it yeah. feels you know so I can help them from that point of view and life had other intentions for me you know it's like here is the person with a whole list of things you know yeah. so finding my way around that and uh, looking at how I can implement what I uh, learned in yoga and then what I learned in hypnotherapy and what I realized that all the practices that we have today around the world they are very similar you know mm -hmm. because they are really looking at your foundations you know so what do you have at your foundation so in yoga you should really have a strong foundation in order to do with the asanas you know mm. uh, in order to have the breath flowing easily and without foundations you know it's very hard to not to injure yourself for example mm. and in hypnotherapy it's the same it looks at the foundations so like, okay so where you are right now you know what is it that right now is in the way you know so how can we address that and then mm -hmm. we work with subconscious in order to address that and rewire that um, to help a person to achieve mm -hmm. what they're going through you know what they're going for and at some point i realized that you know what you know all of this is great and i but i need structure yeah. So in, in my mind, you know, I, I could see, you know, the, the subconscious part, I could see the yoga practices, but I, I need a structure. And uh, that's where neuro coaching came in, because it's very structured. This is science based. This is how your mind works. This is what mm. happened first. This is what happened second. And it was really an eye opener because you know it, it brought something that was missing for me and now that I use that in in my work with people you know I can I can take them from where they are now into a result that they want mm. you know in one session or uh, you know do it in reverse seeing what kind of result do they want so let's say they want to earn money doing what they love really you know so they haven't they've tried for a very long time and it didn't happen to them mm. and they just want that so, but they don't know what what is happening uh, between here and there 
Mm. So then we look at all the foundations. Okay, so how do you need to be, for example, who do you need to become to be successful? Yeah. yeah and not all of us know like i never ran a business before i started my own so mm. whom i needed to become in order to attract paying clients and in order to get paid for my services yeah. was a journey you know yeah. i had a lot of mistakes <laughs> definitely loads of mistakes and um and what i've learned is that we are so afraid of mistakes you know we're so afraid of failing because mm. for one or another reason you know what if how will people look at me or what if i don't succeed or what if that or what if this yeah. and that stops us you know yeah. but inevitably if we don't take consistent action one after another one then we don't learn we don't learn we um, don't realize something about ourselves and what i see now in the people that i work with and in my own journey it still continues it hasn't stopped yeah. is that every failure if i want to look at it that way every lesson you know in my life or um every lesson or action or inaction in my clients journey teaches something either about their own selves their own limitations mm. or their own strengths even you know because once you take that action you are flooded with all of the thoughts you know it's like oh my mm. god you know what if it doesn't work and um i don't think i believe in myself yet you know what if i don't know enough mm. and um we work with that immediately because it's like a gold mine. You uncovered something, you know, you tapped in into your into your being and you've been shown what you're ready to resolve now. Mm. So did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you also brought up a really good few kind of golden nuggets there and it makes me think it's like that's also the the dangers of going at things alone because you mentioned like if you have failures and you kind of go in it at your own it's hard to push through that to be like continue but if you have someone who's like hey fa failure is normal what can we learn from this or like hey you don't even realize how many failures i've been through like let's keep on with this it's like that encouragement and having that group of people who have those same mindsets like it's powerful. It's so, so powerful. Like I know that's what helped me through a ton of my journey is, I mean, I, honestly, I just wouldn't even be where I am if it wasn't for the people around me who had these really good mindsets, uh, really good way they kind of frame things and experiences. Like uh, I thought the, that small point that you brought up, which was kind of like just in passing, it's that in itself is so powerful of having uh, having people around you definitely yeah and um it is said that the fastest way for you to level is to work with say a coach you know whether it's a mindset coach or a business coach mm. and often people don't realize it and i've listen I, I have met so many you know and i've been one of those people as well that didn't really want to ask for help 
you know because asking for help often is seen as being weak you know so it's like mm. how can you not do it on your own you know and and then you compare yourself to others and you know you see how others do it and you think why i cannot do it myself and then you you decide to do it myself well in the meantime you really keep yourself safe and familiar you know because mm. working with somebody means that you give up kind of a part of the control mechanism that you have inside of you that you get you get to trust another person you know you get to open up to another person it is not easy for everybody and especially in our world today people are very very they're strong inside and and yet when it comes to vulnerability not mm. everybody wants to open up you know it's like for me admitting that i am not doing as well as i was saying i was doing was a very very big step you know and even admitting it to myself because you can lie to yourself all you know all the way and um the truth is, uh, unless you are very honest and truthful with yourself and with others about where you are and what are you struggling with, mm -hmm. and look at your strengths and your areas of opportunities, then there is no progress. Yeah, because our journey and really how we up level you know uh, how we up level our mindset our business and our life in general starts with self-knowledge you know so if you cannot look at yourself honestly and say yeah really need help with that you know then it's really going to happen yeah i mean but sometimes we don't even know what we don't know like when you say like, oh i actually need having that self-awareness mm. to be like i need help or things like that, or let me find someone to kind of guide me. Sometimes you're so far down that you don't even realize you need help. Like you think everything's okay, but it's, it's not like you need to get yeah. someone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember the first time I worked with a coach it was so funny. <laughs> I have, um, I have, uh, I've set a date for the workshop, you know, mm -hmm. and uh basically i've set the date and then i have changed the date at least three times you know <laughs> and it was like i don't know why it's not working for me you know everything seems to be progressing but i'm not moving anywhere and then uh he asked me the question it's like but you know why why it is not moving and i was like no i don't you know and i really didn't want to look at that side of me and acknowledge that needed help you know but i said no i don't know you know because it's safer not to know it's safer not to look at that side of me and um now when i work with clients and i see the same patterns because inevitably we are our own clients you know in a way and we get the people that are aligned with our experience that are aligned with whatever we had overcome in our lives you know so now when I look at the people and I noticed my own past stories in them, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, it, it's different because um, I suppose, and I'm sure it is the same to you, you know, when you work with somebody and if you see something that they're struggling that you had overcome already, it's easier for you to relate to that person and to help them on the spot there and then, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, also you spoke earlier about you originally did your yoga teacher training that got you like all excited to go teach other people yoga, even though it didn't quite work out. But it's like you were, it sounds like you've also always been teaching from your own developments and your own journey. You're like, oh, wow, this helped me yeah. so much. Let me go teach other people, go help other people with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, like I'm not native to Ireland, you know. And, um, when I when I came here, uh, it was uh, it was different, you know, because I had nobody here, no family and um, no friends. So, you know, it's a long story, probably not for the, uh, for this talk. And um, the journey that I had here, you know, and my growing journey and like there was a lot of different events in here um, that really made me who I was. Uh, and I suppose the most important one that kind of stuck to me is after I had kids. That's mm -hmm. when I had my little kind of crisis, you know, like identity crisis, like who I was, you know. And I remember I was so obsessed about finding my purpose. It's like, what is my purpose? Well, why, what am I here to do, you know? Like, am I only a mother? Am I only this? Because inevitably what happened is that I... Uh, I went to study IT, you know, and I was so determined that I was like, right, I'm going to climb this mountain. I'm going to study IT. I'm going to get to the top and I'm going to be happy. And then when I got to the top, I was not happy. You know, I was not happy. It was completely not what I wanted, you know, and um, yes, it was aligned with my strengths. You know, there was areas of it that I liked and uh, you know, I was working with people as well, yet it was not me, you know, it was not representative of who I was inside. Mm. And uh, that's when the journey kind of began. I was like, okay, so who am I inside? You know, so who am I really? You know, um, Am I only a mother, an employee? Am I, you know, a neighbor and, you know, a wife? Who am I, you know? So, um, and yeah, all, all of us kind of go through this journey at one time of our lives to another and uh, suppose what I have learned and what I have studied and taught after and the way I work with people really helped me to understand who I was it was not an overnight thing and uh, for many it is not you know realizing your inner power realizing everything that you have to offer all of your strengths your experiences your things that just come to you naturally and, and then sharing it with others is a beautiful thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned as well, it's you learn also by working and teaching others. Cause you like, mm. you go in one direction and you're like, ah, that's actually, I mean, like you got them results and you, you worked, but you're like, oh, there's something not feeling right here. Like I'm not as happy or I'm not as excited when I wake up to work with these people on these type of projects or in these circumstances it's like you're always learning as well in your path of working with other people which is which is really awesome yeah. well that's i know definitely for me because i'm also from an it technical background and mm -hmm. like what i started yeah. out working on was very like nitty gritty like coding and stuff like that building applications for companies but i realized like it just that wasn't making me happy that wasn't making me excited and that's obviously naturally developed into what i do now which is still using um, what I do, but it feels better. Like I'm more excited about the projects and the people I'm helping as opposed to 
but with a, a fashion app to sell more fashion type of thing. Um, <laughs> one thing you, you mentioned a few times was, or you kind of alluded to the people you're working with, your clients, just like for clarity, so people know exactly what you're doing right now. Who are you specifically working with at the moment? Is it men? Is it women? Is it certain age groups, backgrounds? Um, good question. So um, it's a mixture. You know, I, I predominantly work with women. So I would say majority of my customers are women, are mothers. And um, yet I do have men as well. And, um, and so there was it. Okay, so, uh, and uh, the women that I work with and the men, they all own businesses. So um, they are, let's say, starting up in their business or they're trying to weave different aspects of healing, you know? So there could be like crystal healers together with counseling um, mirrored together, you know? Or there could be like a hypnotherapist that we've been like raking into your practice as well, you know, to help um, to help a person on their journey. So I would say that they're very multidimensional in what they want to offer to another person, mm. because <clears throat> what is suitable for you may not be suitable for me. You know, mm -hmm. so let's say for me, yoga, hypnosis and neuro coaching really helped to bring me around. Right. Mm -hmm. um, to another person, it could be, let's say, sacred cacao ceremonies paired with shiatsu, you know, that kind of weaves that around. Yeah. And another person may be focused purely on the body work, you know, because that's where the work needs to happen at this time. Mm. So I help people to really realize what, what are their strengths, first of all, you know? So to build that foundation, to understand um, what is it that they have at the moment and then uh, focused on the result that they want. And all of them really just want to have financial independence. They want to be happy, you know, and they want to live a life from the place of I can versus mm -hmm. I can't, you know, and what I have found is that a lot of us don't believe in ourselves, you know, so my job is to believe in them until they can believe in themselves and um, yeah, just building them from the ground up, you know, making sure that they have everything necessary inside of themselves to say I can or to persevere through the situations that um, their brain would throw like a hissy fit on and decide, you know, I'm not doing this and turn around yeah. and run away and, and help them and guide them along, you know, towards creating something, something from inside of themselves that um, will help them to transform others. Because when, when you work in, in an area of people transformation, what is important is that you transform yourself. Uh, before you transform others mm -hmm. and you can only transform others from the place that you already had transformed yourself and um, because otherwise we will bring in our own stories you know into guiding those people and our own limiting set of beliefs you know we will not understand that person's struggle unless we had overcome that ourselves mm. 
Yeah, one thing um, that, that makes me think of as well is many people have mentioned to me that, I mean, like, yeah, teaching from your own development is so big. And that's also what you had in a lot of your experience. But also from what I've heard from many people, less so in what I do, but when you when you've kind of really grown far it's almost like sometimes you can't relate anymore to people who are like right at the start of their journey because you can't like put yourself mm -hmm. back into those mindsets uh, as you were saying like being able to actually know what it felt like mm, yeah that's why journal <laughs> journal down everything that you experience now so that you can go back in and, and read through it because for your or even mind it is helpful to see where you are now versus where you were you know so we say mm. if you want to compare yourself if you want to compare yourself to somebody compare it to your own self and when you journal and you write down the things that you're struggling on like daily basis for example what you overcome and then after a year's time you go back and reread it you know you can definitely see how far you've come and also mm. how much you have forgotten you know that mm. you dismiss now as you say you know because you've you've grown so much and yet when we work with others you notice you know you notice in themselves it's like oh i, do. Oh, I remember that i oh, don't worry it's all gonna be fine you know this is how this is how you can help yourself right now right this moment you know and a lot of people focus on the past or the future, you know, and they say, I don't have this or, you know, in the past, I didn't have that. No, that doesn't matter. What matters is today. So let's look at today. Let's look at how we can help you today, right now, to make a decision that will get you turning when you're doing what they love, that will get you to, you know, the business that you really want growing or the amount of people that you, you want to be helping, you know. Yeah, especially like our old mindsets about the past. I mean, obviously it's good to know where you've come from, but it's like they can either weigh you, they can either be a negative and weigh you down because of how you interpret it, or you see it as a positive. Like I know for me, the the experiences I wasn't happy about or like ashamed of, or whatever, but I'm like, I am who I am now because of those things. Am I relatively happy with who I am now? Yes. So I kind of have to be a little bit grateful because of what I, I learned from it or like, what can I take away from it? Because it got me to where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And this is so true. And um, what we do often as well is, um, you know, in the past, let's say all of our stories and what we carry with ourselves and uh, the beliefs that we carry about ourselves, you know, all are associated with something that had happened to us, you know, in the past. And often there are other people involved, other people's opinions or view of us, you know, that is involved into our own identity. And um, our, our brains are predominantly negativity bias, yeah? We um, tend to notice nine things negative and one positive, you know? <laughs> which is fine because the part of our brain that is responsible for that is the oldest part of our brain, right? It's, it's there to keep us safe and familiar. So um, when, when uh, let's say I work with people and they tell me the stories about how they've been treated, you know, or you know, how they've been criticized by their parents, you know, and this is why they don't think uh, much about themselves. 
and then I asked them to see, I was like, okay, yes, this is negative, perhaps, but let's look at the positive. So whom you have become as a result of that. So let's say you've been badly treated by your sister, you know, as you were growing up and she was telling you that you are not good enough and that you are a bad kid, you know, and everything else. So what was the positive intention of that person, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, usually there is a positive intention that they wanted to keep them safe, you know, from harm, for example. They wanted to keep themselves safe from harm because if something had happened, you know, the parents would keep up. Or in, in if you have uh, very critical parents, they also have a positive intent, you know, they want what is best for you. They cannot communicate it in a way that sounds not criticizing, you know, yeah. and yet they still have a positive intent because they see things from a perspective that you may not see at this time. And uh, there is a way of even teaching the parents of yours how to speak to you in a way that does not sound criticizing, you know? so there's always a way there where there is a will there is a way right there is a saying yeah and, and also like you you mentioned kind of critical parents and potentially influences we had growing up like what what's been really powerful for me is just like that almost like switch in your brain of being like hey they've had their own bullshit they've had to deal with also their own mindsets yeah. that they maybe haven't worked on or they yeah. have worked on it's like they have their own stuff and we just got to either learn from it and potentially not let it kind of influence us in a bad way. Try to learn from it instead. Yeah. Yeah. And this is so true. I know from my own maternal lineage, mm. um, yeah, all the women in my, let's say mother's line are very strong, you know, very strong and uh, like a head on, you know, yeah. and um there, there, and only recently I have uncovered that I really have that that very strong and yet nasty side inside of me, you know, that is not very kind, that is not very compassionate, that is very willing, very controlling, you know. Mm -hmm. And for me, and I have noticed that because of the way I have treated one of my kids, you know, and because I have been doing so much work on my own self, I, I noticed it and became aware of it like instantly, you know, and I felt so bad about it. It's like, oh my God, I'm really not like that. But yet there is a part of me that just is like, either do it this way or just don't do it at all, you know? Mm. So the fact that I was shown that and then I did some like, inner journey as well um to understand and i could see in my mother's lineage that we all carry that we all carry that from somewhere in the past you know that yeah. all of us have that and i am like the the last let's say uh, the last apple that uh, that fallen from the tree and uh, you know i get to resolve that and this is amazing you know because when you work on yourself you also work on your um on your own family you know mm. on whatever your the stories of your family that you are carrying with you you know and then it just clears and becomes all beautiful and and, and blossoming you know yeah no 100 yeah. it's it actually reminds me of i'm doing this 21 days of abundance by deepak chopra and the one okay. like i think it's 
I don't know if if it's his affirmation or mantra, but it's as part of like the exercise. The one is like writing a letter to yourself, saying like you're letting go of all the potential bad money mindsets that came from like your origins as far back as they can go, and it's like mm. they giving you permission to let those things go and things like that. And yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, realistically, like we're still probably going to pass on potential things to our our kids if we have them that they're going to be like oh i wish i hadn't had to deal with that for my parents but as long as you're kind of working on the obvious parts of yourself i think that's the big thing like you're doing your best doing your best (laughs) yeah definitely yeah yeah just as a parent you know like the the best thing you can do is to be you know to be the best that you can really and to give your kids the best and what I am working on myself, I can also give that to my kids as well, you know, because I, I notice there's areas, you know, or how they behave in certain situations that, you know, from my own experience and understanding my own emotional needs, my own emotional limitations, I can then lower myself down to their own level and be with them, you know, in a way that perhaps my parents were not with me. So that already helps them to build that foundation, you know, to understand other people better, you know, because um, as you are growing up, yeah, if you don't have somebody who you can get guidance from or you can really open up to, you know, um, yeah, it's a bit harder, you know. So I believe that as parents, we really we have an amazing and very, very big and important opportunity to make sure that we arrive with as clean of a slate as possible, you know? Yes, we're gonna carry, yeah, we're gonna carry a lot of things and then this is inevitable yet we also get to, and we have an opportunity to work on these things, you know, and to teach our kids to say, hey, I'm not perfect, you know, by no means in my imagination am I perfect, you know, I've done a lot of mistakes and you will do a lot of mistakes. However, I will always be there for you, you know? And having that voice, having in that inner voice saying that I will always support you and I will always be there for you, no matter what, it's so important, you know, because this is how we progress, you know, when we trust ourselves, when we support ourselves, when we are for ourselves there and then when we need us rather than running away or masking our inability to cope, you know, with, with other things. Yeah. I mean, it also, you made me just, um, like, it probably was to be very powerful. I just kind of thought about it now to tell also, because you, we spoke about journaling so you can see your journey is telling your, your kids or your friends, whoever that journey you went on being like, this is who I was. Like I had these mindsets, these were not helping me in any way. I had to work through them this way. Like letting them know that journey as well of how you got to where you are, as opposed to just they know you as you and they're like oh they still got all these potential things i don't like but if they know you've gone through such a big journey to get to where you are and you've these are just like the leftover remnants you couldn't maybe get to i think that probably also builds a very strong relationship then with kids or family or friends yeah yeah and it's a power of storytelling you know (laughs) uh, this is why we uh, um 
we've been read books to, you know, when we were growing up, because from the books, and this is so important nowadays, even for the adults, um, whenever we're faced with challenges in our life, if we don't have something to compare it to, you know, so let's say a story from the book or, um, you know, somebody else's experience, then for us to overcome that becomes that much harder because we don't have that internal resource. And um, so read as many books as you can, especially if you're parent. And if you're going through your own um, internal transformation, then reading the books that align with what you want to achieve, that helps you to reflect, you know, and to, let's say, I want to say compare, and I don't want to say at the same time, but um, kind of look at it from another angle, you know, because whenever we walk um, through our self-transformation, you know, when we want to achieve something that we have not yet achieved in our lives, it's like a hero's journey, you know, that you embark mm -hmm. on and you're faced with all of your fears. You meet a mentor, you know, you begin working um, through your um, inner whatnot and uh, you come out a new person at the end of it. So, um, yeah, if you have those stories and you keep those stories and you can tell those stories and pass them on, they will definitely serve as um, as a good foundation, you know, for others. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, we've completely blown through our time just because it's been such a flowing <laughs> yeah. conversation. I've, I've loved it. So obviously, we'll, I'm going to include all the links um, in the description and stuff. But is there any way in particular you want to direct people if they want to reach out to you to get some of your magical energy in their life or want to mm -hmm. work with you even? What's the best way? Sure. Yeah, so I believe uh, the links that you have. So there's one for the quiz uh, to help people understand um, the, um, the hidden mindset blog that prevents them from earning money doing what they love. And also I have an upcoming workshop for a foundations of uh, your inner power mm. where we get to look at the, your current foundation and um, meet your kind of inner family um so because a lot of us have an inner family inside one that is striving to get forward another one that is holding the brakes and you know there is a wise one as well that says you can get through it and all of those kind of play a part in ourselves you know part in our subconscious you know in our own being so the workshop is meant really to help people understand what is their foundation and um what is their entire being is made of and um, help them to make steps into up leveling to um, a journey or the way in their business that they want you know yeah beautiful we'll definitely direct everyone to to those resources um thanks so much for the time today no problem thank you i hope you enjoyed that episode of the automator series as much as i enjoyed having it and there are two things I want you to do now. I want you firstly to follow me on YouTube, get that subscription in because you're going to see all the new episodes popping up in that case and you can stay on top of the series. And the second thing is I want you to reach out to me. If uh, anything we discussed on the episode today resonated with you in regards to potentially taking a jump into an online spiritual coaching business 
or you really have a business and you're wanting to grow that out and you're feeling like you could be impacting a lot more lives, but you don't quite have the time right now, you don't quite have the freedom you wanted, and you don't quite have those systems in place, I want you to reach out to me. It's a no pressure, no strings attached. Send me a message on Facebook, LinkedIn, email, whatever you prefer, and we can just have a conversation and a bit of a back and forth in regards to where you're at, what you're looking for, and how I might be able to help you impact more lives with what you're doing.